Hey everyone and welcome to the Deep Talk Podcast. Today I'm talking about something a little bit different and so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed my last episode with my boyfriend. That was definitely more lighthearted a little bit, you know, just talking about his version of college and what's going on with him. Just kind of, I think it was a little bit more of a Maybe a fluffy episode where it's still great information, but maybe it didn't go as deep as we usually do, which I'm excited to get back to that. But I did want to introduce you guys to my boyfriend and hear a little bit about his story. You know, he's also struggling and that you, if you're in college, aren't the only one that is and that I'm not the only one that is since you listened to me. Um, but yeah, I have an episode today for you guys that... Um, It's definitely hard for me to talk about. It's about sexual harassment and the way that men treat women. And so I'm going to be just talking about that and sharing a little bit of about me and sharing a story that actually just happened to me and I wanted to share it. So yeah, uh, let me know what you guys think about this episode. And um, unfortunately, I know a lot of people can relate and hopefully we can start changing that. So thanks for tuning in and I'm excited to chat. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing college student, Madison Brandt. Here, we are going to talk deep to the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. So unfortunately in college, especially your first two years, you know, your freshman and sophomore year, guys are just getting out of high school. You know, the guys, some of them maybe have never kissed a girl. There have been guys who maybe did a lot, but I think your first two years of college, guys are just looking at, you know, hooking up and, you know, having their freshman year experience. They want to make guy friends and then maybe they're not looking for a relationship because maybe they just got out of one in the high school or they're just like, I want to enjoy my college and have my college experience in the beginning. And I definitely notice as college years go on, there are more relationships. And definitely in the beginning, there are some as well. You know, I'm not saying there isn't, but I definitely notice a trend of more towards the end of college. And, you know, life starts getting real and they can't ignore it and just, you know, be fun, hang out with the boys and et cetera. And I want to also make a mention here that I also know men who have been sexually harassed by women and have been taken advantage by women. So I'm not saying this doesn't happen to men because I know it does. I'm going to be honest, definitely I know it happens a lot more to women. I, um, it does, and I wanted to touch on that because I'm a woman, but I'm not going to disregard the fact that it does happen to men, and it does happen a good amount. I would just say that women are often more sexualized and treated in a worse way due to that. So if touchy subjects aren't ones that you like to be a part of, feel free to just skip this episode and go to a past one, but um, I would love to l- just talk to you guys and you know start maybe changing the way that men talk about women. So first of all, society. I mean, you'll look at advertisements and it's always the man looking at the woman. I did a project a while ago in school for this uh, advertisement. It was by Dolce & Gabbana and it looked like a gang rape. The girl was laying down. All these guys are around her, like watching her. And it was gross. I wrote a paper on it and I really just, it really kind of started my 
passion and my spark for changing the way women are seen because it's infuriating that we're seen as sexual objects instead of people because that's what we freaking are. So yeah, it definitely struck a chord with me because I am in a society surrounded by, you know, in college of men constantly sexualizing women. So, yeah, it's in advertisements, it's on Instagram, it's on social media, it's in magazines, um, it's really in songs a lot. Like, every rap song I ever hear is a guy calling girls bitches or talking about their body or talking about using them for sex, and it's just, it's disgusting and it's not okay. And I know it's popular and it's, you know, a song, but it's also, it's what people are listening to and it's unconsciously going into the ears of people who are in society and, you know, going forward and changing our world. You know, our politicians have had sexual misconducts and it's just, it's awful and we look away from it, but the best people I know are the guys who have these amazing morals who are like, I won't do anything with a girl drunk. I will make sure, you know, that women are respected and people look away from it, but it's like, well, how does this not show a character of who they are? If they aren't able to treat a woman like this, I mean, that's half of the freaking Earth's population. If you're not able to treat this person with respect, why do you deserve a spot of respect if you can't treat certain people like they matter and you take advantage of them? And that just speaks to who you are. I don't think it should ever be looked away from. And so, yeah, it's in, especially when I was talking about songs, you know, if people are always listening to that, you know, how is that going to help our, you know, our society. I mean, I understand that it's popular, but just the fact that um, we think it's okay to talk about women in that way. I mean, I haven't heard a song about men talking about liking a girl or respecting women, you know, because it's not cool. But, you know, why is using women and sexualizing them cool? I don't understand that. So, kind of going on from that, I mean, I know it's a lot in our society, but I'm just going to kind of talk about how it's happened to me, you know, in high school, I, you know, I, my body was a little bit more voluptuous, and I had men talk about that a lot, and, like, say things to me, and remarks to me in the hallway, and they thought it was funny, and, like, oh, hey, what's up, Madison, blah, 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 you know, like, they'd say things, and I think they thought it was funny with their friends, and it wasn't in a tone where I felt sexually harassed. I mean, it became normal, and now I'm looking back on that, and I'm like, that is not okay to talk to me in that way. That is not okay to refer to me as these things. I mean, I'm not going to say what they said. It wasn't super bad or anything, but it was nothing that they should have said or been allowed to say. You know, I could go up to them and say, oh, hey, Jim, (laughs) for example, and then say something about his body appearance. I mean, We should let everyone just live in their bodies and be themselves, and we don't get to comment on them. I'm frustrated with the fact that people, just because they have free speech, think that they are allowed to comment on other people's bodies to their faces. It's it's incredible to me. So, another story is I was in a bar once, and there was this guy, you know, I knew from high school, and, I mean, we were just talking, I was like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, nothing, like, sexual at all, and I walked away, and he literally grabbed my ass. I looked at him and I said, you know, something maybe I shouldn't say over here, you know, over my podcast, but pretty much told him to stop and that's not okay. So I went over to my friend and I was like, he literally just did that. And she was like, yeah, he did it to me too. And I'm like, Pete, men, hey, you don't get to put your hands on me. You don't get to say inappropriate things to me. You need to keep your words to yourself because I would never do that to you. What if I came over and grabbed you on your body in parts that are sexual? What if I came up to you and said those things to you? 
since when do I have to be the sexualized human in the situation? You know, it's not appropriate. It's not okay. My body is my body. It's my personal space. I mean, didn't we learn that in kindergarten? I think every girl I know has been asked for nudes in some shape or another because men, instead of, you know, looking at things online, think that they need to talk to women they know and make them feel super uncomfortable for their own pleasure for about 20 seconds. So every single girl I know has been asked in some way for something. I've got guys asking, can you model for me? Or, you know, they say it in such gross, manipulative ways. And the manipulation that men go into to receive things to their pleasure is truly disgusting and not acceptable. So all I want is them to stop sexualizing women and treating them as human beings, you know, looking at them with respect, you know, and how if we can't do this in college, how is this gonna, you know, show into the workplace and into the future? I mean, it's never gonna change if we don't start now. And so it's just, it's terrible. And I, I want to go into a story of something that literally happened to me yesterday. It was a big old thing. And I think it's important to talk about because sexual harassment can happen in so many ways. It can happen physically. It can happen, you know, verbally, emotionally. There's so many different ways of it happening. And so mine was over the phone, over text, and with nobody that I knew. So let me dive into the story. So I went yesterday, yesterday was game day at my school, you know, the homecoming game. So me and a group of my gal friends went to fraternities, you know, to tailgate, you know, you're with your friends, you're going out, you're running around, it's homecoming, you know, you're outside. And so we went to a couple of different fraternities and had fun. We went and got pizza and then we, I went and took a nap for like a couple hours before meeting up with my friends again. But I would say around like 3 or 4 p.m. after all the tailgating was done, you know, the game started, everyone kind of headed back inside to take a nap, get food, chill out. So as I was heading back around 3 or 4, I would say I got a text and it was from just a random number and they said, hey, hey Madison, it's Joe and I'm going to say their name. I would have made up fake names, but these are fake names. They didn't tell me their real names. So he was like, hey, it's Joe. I am from this frat. Um, what's up? I thought you were really cute and I got your number from a friend and I was wondering if you wanted to go to a party with me. And at first I was like, okay, that's really, really weird, but flattering, I guess. Like, you know, it's ballsy to reach out. And I was like, sorry, I have a boyfriend, but thanks for reaching out. And I'm kind of just looking through my text here and I'm just going to kind of not read them off, but go through it with you guys. And I responded, I was like, how'd you get my number? And he's like, oh, I got it from a friend. I was like, sorry, I have a boyfriend, we do long distance, not interested, whatever. Um, and he responded, will you forget about your boyfriend for the night and have some fun? I need some girls to party with. Um, and then he kept saying like, oh, do you want to get lunch or do you want to go to this party with me? And I was like kind of with my friends and we were like, well, we want to go to a party, you know? So I was like, where's the party? So I first mistake was disregarding his disgusting text and just trying to use him for a party. But you know, it's college usually don't know where the parties are until you know where the parties are. And then I was like, okay, can I bring my friends? And he was like, he kind of just kept saying, I want you, I want you at my apartment. I want you to come over and I'm just trying to have fun. And I responded, you're so creepy. Please leave me alone. I obviously don't want to be with you. I have a boyfriend and this is not okay. And then I was just like, ignored it. And then I looked at my phone again and he kept saying to me, I'm going to tell your boyfriend you're cheating if you don't let me hang out with you. Kept saying these creepy things like that. And so I was just very confused and I was like, go ahead, you know, like tell my boyfriend. That's what I said. Like, tell my boyfriend I'm cheating. Like, 
go ahead, my boyfriend will not believe you. You're not going to talk to him. So like, okay, you know, little did I know he would actually talk to my boyfriend. So he goes, I told him, so have fun, which is the rudest and most manipulative, disgusting text because I rejected him. He decided to text my boyfriend and tell him I was cheating on him. So then he said to me that he wants to treat me like a real woman and that he was just saying very sexual things to me and rude things about my boyfriend and his physicality and then told me he would be available for me and waiting for me when I was single. So thank you so much, but I probably just, I probably really won't take you upon that offer, but thank you so much for asking. Like, what? So... Yeah, so he texted my boyfriend, and right when he said he was going to tell my boyfriend, I texted my boyfriend a little voice recording, and I said, hey, this guy said he's going to text you, probably isn't going to, I don't even know how that would happen, and I told him, like, the whole thing, and how it wasn't true, because I was literally running around with my friends all day, I wasn't cheating on him, like, I don't even know what he could say, I thought he would say to him, like, I was texting your girlfriend, which means she was cheating, but he ended up texting my boyfriend and said, hey, is this, you know, Thomas? And he was like, yes. And then he said to him, I saw her leave with a guy from a frat. And I was so blown away at a man's maliciousness to go after me in my relationship because he felt rejected. The whole ego thing, gross, needs to stop. So I was just like literally flabbergasted because I was like, you have the audacity to text me and ask me to hang out, keep trying to force it upon me being disgusting and sexual, and then you actually text my boyfriend, getting his number from God knows who, to text him and say I was cheating. So I call my boyfriend, I explain the situation to him, he's obviously on my side and is like, what the heck, like, hmm? And then he continues to text him and says, like, I saw her talking to this one guy, and I talked to one guy there who is one of Thomas's best friends, and I said, hi, how are you? Like, it was good to see you, and he's like, where's your boyfriend? I was like, oh, he's at school. So that was our conversation. So it was very obvious that he, the guy, was watching me very closely, which feels disgusting that he was telling my boyfriend he saw me talking to a guy when I talked to him for 10 seconds on my way out of the frat, who is his best friend. So... That was very disgusting to me, knowing that I was being very watched. So then he just, you know, texted my boyfriend again, and we both were just like, let's block him. So we blocked him, and then we're like, let's go on with our lives. Then we get another text. So he gets a text from this guy named Roger. And so Roger says, hey, Thomas, is is this you? And he's like, yes. He's like, goodness, not again. And he goes, I saw Madison at a party tonight. And I saw her, you know, doing all these things with different guys. And I'm like, at this point, he's making me seem like I've, you know, done stuff with the entire world. Like, not even possible. So, my boyfriend calls me and he's like, what's going on now? Like, he was a little bit like, I'm getting two texts, so this seems weird. And I was like, yeah, it's not true. It's just them messing with you. And he's like, yeah, I know. But just, like, the fact that they're going so hard into this is just crazy. And, yeah, and so then he blocks Roger and then I get a text from Roger. He says something like, Joe wants to apologize to you. Please come over to our apartment. Like, let us take you out for food. And it just didn't seem genuine. It sounded like they were just trying to hook up with me or take advantage of me again. And so, and so I just blocked them. And so then it was done for the night and I was just stressed. I had a good day with my friends, but it was just drama I did not need. And the next day, today, I got a text from a different guy and he texted me. It was like, hey, I want to apologize on the behalf of my friend's behavior. And right here, I was like, these guys are cowards because even though I blocked them, they could have found another way to contact me, maybe on Facebook where they could have apologized and asked to meet up and apologized to me to my face if they weren't cowards. 
And that's embarrassing to me for them that they are such weak men that they couldn't come to my face and talk to me and apologize but had to have a friend text me. So he texted me and apologized and told me that they were hammered but really great guys and that I should not take action. And I was like, hmm, so you're telling me that these guys were hammered and they still had the ability to send me perfectly clear texts. They had the ability to manipulate me, get my boyfriend's number, go to all this effort together for fun. And they were absolutely hammered. I don't even know if I believe if they were hammered. And if they were, they still were not drunk enough to go to all the extents in which they did. At this point, I was like, what are these people's motives? Do they have something against me or my boyfriend? Are they just upset that they were rejected? Are they trying to have fun? Are they bored? You know, I have no idea who these people are. I don't know their real names. I don't know where they live. I don't even know if they go to my school, but it makes me feel unsafe and disgusted. So yeah, I haven't responded to the guy, but I am just absolutely blown away by the manipulative nature a man can go to to try to get in a woman's pants in a short way to say it. It's disgusting and it's not okay. And the way I was treated as a sexual object and the way I was manipulated and treated was wrong and not okay and I have every right to take action so yeah it's not okay and I wanted to share the story with you because I think that men are manipulative sometimes and will do extreme things to get what they want and I think that a big thing I've noticed is when girls say no to a guy or are rejecting them in some way they totally turn around and victimize themselves and make you feel like crap. I've had it happen before with a guy where He totally manipulated me because he said he wanted to be with me, but then ended up just trying to totally use me. And then when I was not trying to do that, he totally blew up at me and spread rumors and all because of his ego. So the way that men bounce back from their ego, instead of just going, taking the hit and going, you know what? There's another woman out there for me. They have to totally make you feel bad for your feelings and your human nature of not being attracted to every single person. You know, I'm sorry to Joe that I have had a boyfriend, you know what I mean? Like, I have a boyfriend, so I'm never going to be with you. You know, I'm not just going to leave and go hang out with you. So, like, find another girl. Be happy with yourself. And I just don't appreciate the way that men take their insecurity out and make women feel bad about themselves because it's not acceptable. And I think that I want to just remind men that we are humans. We have feelings. And this whole thing didn't affect my self-confidence. It just annoyed me and was a big part of my day that I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be with my friends. But you have no idea who someone is and what they're going through on the outside. You know, on the outside, maybe I was a pretty girl you wanted to talk to. But on the inside, I have my own struggles and emotions and day-to-day things that I deal with that you have no idea. You know, I could be dealing with terrible self-confidence or had terrible past with boys or you know sexual harassment in the past that could have created PTSD and you could have talked to me and made me feel so much worse and confirmed my fears you know you have no idea who someone is and what they're going through so men you have no right to sexually harass women because not only is it wrong but you have no idea who they are and what they're going through as a human being and how you're physical touch, how your words, how you treat them will affect them. Because on the outside, it might just be a girl with blonde hair, but on the inside, I am so much more than that. And 
your 10 second judgment of me and what you want for me has not a millionth of who I really am and what I deserve. Not even like a billionth. You don't know anything. And so I, I want to treat everyone in this world like they are going through the worst things of their life because that makes me go towards them with compassion and love and treat them in the best way possible because you have no idea what people are dealing with. Even your closest friends you don't always know. So what makes you think you can treat a woman terribly knowing no idea what's under the surface and all you're looking at is the surface? And we need to start treating people like human beings because everyone goes through their own stuff and everyone wants to feel loved and accepted and okay. And you going into their lives and prodding your, you know, insecurities and ego and your sexual harassment at them, that can affect someone's life. That can affect someone's day, their emotions, their security, and you have no right to go into someone's lives and make them feel like they aren't enough as who they are and that they are a sexual human being. And I understand, you know, yes, women are sexy and beautiful and mysterious, and maybe instead of taking the easy way out and harassing them, we can admire them and try to get to know them and know more about who they are. And yeah, we have beautiful bodies and we are made greatly, but never ever do you get to, as you're right, take the easy way out and just harass us from who we are on the outside. I don't think you'd ever want a woman to come to you and make you feel like you are nothing more than your sexual appearance and that we want nothing more than your body. That was not why we were created, to be known only for our physicality, but to known be known for our nature and our hearts and to be loved in that way so if you're not going to go into someone's lives and affect them positively just don't don't do it don't go talk to women in a way that's going to affect them if you're going to affect them affect them greatly and if you're not going to do anything great don't do it at all so I bet other people have you know kind of connected with my story here and maybe had something similar happen to them have gone through sexual harassment maybe worse and I am so sorry for whatever you have gone through because it has probably affected you and I want to say that I am here with you to just support you and tell you that you're not alone and maybe I have experienced a million you know nowhere even close to what you've experienced but I want to say that I'm proud of you for keeping on going and let's change the way that men look at women and talk to women by standing up for ourselves and not being pushed into a corner and staying silent so thank you guys all so much for listening today and I hope this made you feel a little bit better knowing someone's talking about it at least and that, um, yeah, no, you're not alone. You're loved. You're so much more than your physicality. You're beautiful on the inside and a man will come along and treat you like that on the inside. So thank you guys for listening to my story and go out there and share your own and don't be afraid to own your words and stay strong. So thank you guys so much and I will see you next time for the deep talk.